Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 96. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today I'm thrilled to have guest Arvin Campsay. I got that right, right, Arvin? Yes, you got it right. (laughs) He's the founder of Arvin Campsay LLC. And when I asked him what he did, he said, I help entrepreneurs hack their biology and build a business out of it. How fabulous does that sound? Arvin, it's so great to have you here. Thank you so much. So thrilled to be part of this with you as well. Oh, thank you so much. So I want to hear more, and I'm sure the listeners want to hear more as well, about hacking their biology and building a business out of it. Can you explain that to us? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So hacking biology, it's a a new term, first of all. It just essentially means altering your life functions. So life functions meaning sleeping, exercising, and eating. So you want to alter those so you improve productivity you improve performance, you improve your quality of sleep, improve just uh, energy, your energy levels. You want to feel more energetic. And as a result of all, you know, I guess improving sleep, improving your energy levels, you improving your health, you also improve your performance and productivity too. So these are all connected together. So that's why I, if the, the I guess, encompassing word for it, it's just hacking biology. Oh, that's huge. So... Could you pick each of those apart for us and maybe give one area in each, one point in each of those areas that the listeners can possibly do better on? Because I'm sure there's a lot of common themes that you see with your clients. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say, let's talk, let's talk about sleep. Sleep is super important. In fact, I had a, I had a call with a client this morning about uh, this whole idea of, you know, sleep and how effective it is for, you know, us as business owners and entrepreneurs, we want to be productive. We have a lot to do. We have, once we realize like, okay, so what are some things that we want to do? We prioritize everything we have. Then we also want to take care of our health. And sleeping is one of the most important thing for just improving our emotional mastery and also productivity. So to give it a little bit more, I guess, give a more concrete example, biohacking just specifically for sleeping is there's certain things you can do on a daily basis to, to hack your sleep, essentially. And so I give you an example. Let's say you can, you can set a temperature of your room, your bedroom, so that your metabolism is going to function at, a, at peak, at its peak performance. So that's what you want during the night. And so then by the time that you wake up, you feel more rested and there's just a specific temperature that you put. And then let's say, what else I can share with you here that maybe your audience could just try out, try and think. Yeah. So the other thing is you want to sleep, let's say 90 minute cycles. You want to have, you want to make sure that let's say if it's six hours or seven hours and 30 minutes. And again, to figure out exactly what it is for you, because some people think they can sleep for five hours, they can sleep for 10 hours and that's the maximum or that's the optimum, then there are also ways to figure those out. So 
essentially there are certain things you can do just for sleeping to be able to just wake up and feeling so much more rested as opposed to thinking, oh my God, I was like, you know, I feeling like you got hit by a truck last night. <laughs> it's just thinking, okay, this is you starting your day and you're feeling super energetic because you had a, such a good night of sleep. Does that answer your question? Oh, that totally makes sense. So make sure when you're thinking about when you have to get up that you're planning in 90 minutes. 90 minutes. So yeah, so the amount of hours that you get for sleeping, you want it to be in cycles of 90 minutes. So if it's six hours, that would be just a couple of cycles of 90 minutes, right? And if it's, let's say, so if it's seven hours and a half, then it would be a little bit more. So you would get more cycles of 90 minutes. Right. Totally makes sense. So what about eating? Yeah. So eating, you want to, so I, for, for my clients, I mean, you know, health. So here's the thing. Health is a very important thing for obvious reason for, you know, everyone. And entrepreneurs, business owners, they value their health. They know this. That's the only body they get. And they have a lot of other things going on. They're not bodybuilders. They're not going for competition and dieting and all these different diets that are coming up every so often. It doesn't seem to work really well. Like I had a client who was eating six times a day and that's crazy to me. <laughs> To me thinking this client had to, and she was a business owner and eating six times a day, it was just so time consuming. She was starving all day. And so what I would say with dieting is that there's a specific routine you can have around, around your dieting where you become, you start burning fat and you become a fat burning machine. And at that point you feel satiated all the time during the day. And I can tell you more about that if you want I guess more specifically, a couple of things people can do. I don't think I can do it all in one, like a couple of minutes, but at the same time, I think there are some things that I can do today to kind of shift toward that a little bit more. And so by becoming a fat burning machine, you feel satiated all day. Your brain starts using ketones as opposed to glucose and your brain performance improves. And so these are things that you can do. These, I guess these are the premises behind changing your diet routine so that you get the best outcome out of it, which is you know becoming a fat burning as opposed to a carbohydrates burning machine. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, so let's say, so what we do is with clients is to figure out, okay, first of all, there are a lot of research studies done right now and show how what we thought about fat in the past is not so accurate anymore. And we still, you know, we still see all these um, food in our local supermarket that's just labeled as you know, fat-free, 99% fat-free. And then they add on, instead, they add on a lot of carbs. And maybe for some people, it's okay. Maybe for the average lifestyle, maybe that, that works out. For someone who wants to be performing on a higher level, wants to be a top performer, someone who wants who runs a business and they want to be on top of their game all the time, they want to move away from that. They want to let their body function on fat as opposed to just carbohydrates. And again, this is not a specific diet of just saying, oh, just eat that or just eat the other thing. It's, it's a more of a holistic view of what works for each client. And then we will figure out how we can incorporate these routines into their 
routine that they already have. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I know some of us are in like marathon sprints of how long we can sit in our chairs and it's whatever we can fit into our mouths while we're sitting here. I'm so guilty of that. <laughs> yeah. And that's the great thing about this routine is that you don't have to eat as often. You feel satiated. And let's say I, since this morning, it's like it's 1130 in Pacific time right now. I woke up and I had my first meal and I can go on until about 2 p.m., 2, 3 p.m. without feeling starving or just feeling satiated and feeling super energetic all the way to 3 p.m. And then if I wanted to eat again, then I will. And so that's that's the performance that we want to have as opposed to just being like, okay, uh, it's like it's been an hour, then I need to snack again. It's been two hours, then we go eat something else. And what am I going to eat? How can I make this healthy meal that's not you know bad for me while I'm juggling all these other business ideas in my head? And so that's, that's the premise behind it. So I have to confess, my husband is awesome. He knows what my favorite snacks are. And he will often come home with a bag way too big of gummy bears for me. So I'm really trying to get out of that. Our local grocery has uh, just remodeled and they have a brand new bulk food section. So we can get all types of foods out of the bins. I've honestly never been in Whole Foods, but I think they have it. And for those listeners who have Wegmans, Arvin, I think I saw that you're from upstate New York, yes? I used to live there, so I'm familiar with uh, Wegmans. Okay, yeah. So I'm from Rochester. So what would you recommend that people have on standby just in case they do feel the need to snack? Like, what would be something awesome to keep them going that would be healthy, low carb? And I've heard a lot about nuts, but what would you recommend? Yeah, that's a good point. So it's, I would say it, it really depends on the person, obviously, and what they like. At the same time, if I if it was just to say just one thing that everyone can do, it's, um, I don't know if you heard about the Bulletproof Coffee. It doesn't have to be the coffee. You can you can do tea, and it doesn't even have to be tea. You can do ca- caffeine-free if you don't like caffeine. And I certainly do not suggest anyone trying caffeine or starting caffeine if you don't have it already. And just have so you what what you do essentially is I would put a bit of you know I guess I shared the recipe I have. I just have so if it's either tea, coffee, or neither one, I mean you could just do hot water. And then you put in some dark chocolate and you put in some coconut oils. And then I would say, you know, if you're starting, just just one spoon. And then also uh, butter. You want to have a bit of butter there. And then you can play with that. Play with that with see see what what recipe works for you. And there's so many. If you YouTube it, YouTube it. There's so many. And butter into your coffee? Yeah, yeah. I know. That's that was the reaction I got as well. First time I heard. I just said, how much butter are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, uh, once you get to that point of becoming a fat burning machine, then you can put a lot more. If you're just starting, then just maybe just a little bit, maybe teaspoon. And if you can go as, as much as you want later. That sounds so crazy to me. I, I, I just can't imagine. And I've actually done quite the, the shift this year. I've, I've gone from quite literally three or four cups of coffee and a couple sodas a day. I know that's completely ridiculous. Down to 
one or two cups of coffee a week and practically no soda. That's awesome. Yes, there was a huge like three or four day wave of massive headaches, but it's been completely worth it. And I'm sleeping so much better now and I can get through the day without coffee. And my husband has actually gone on the coffee journey, although he's not off soda. So now we might make a pot of coffee on Sunday, but chances are most of that pot is still there on Monday. And it just needs to be washed before it gets disgusting, you know. But yeah, I'm not sure that I'm ready to go on the bulletproof coffee with chocolate and butter. That just, wow, that that just completely blows my mind. See, to me, that sounds like a way to get off coffee really fast. Yeah, and I would say even with, I think it's a good segment for, you know, let's say if you do choose to have that as your snack or, you know, whatever. I mean, like for me, snacking, I, I snack either on something really like you know I, I just get maybe avocado or something just has something that has a lot of fat essentially but good fat yeah and if this was new to you to hear this uh what i said already it's going to be also kind of uh surprising to hear once you do become fat burning machine then good fat and bad fat they're kind of going into a one group become of course it's you know always better to have good fat as opposed to just having any any fat and there's some fat that you don't want to have so I guess maybe let me just get clear on this. So the saturated fat was the fat that used to, we used to think that they are just going to increase our cholesterols and specifically our LDL. And now there are studies that we have found that actually that has nothing to do with cardiovascular diseases. And there are other measures for figuring out the cardiovascular diseases and whether there's a risk for it. And maybe I can I can give you the link. Maybe you can share it with the audience as well. Oh, yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. And so that would be something helpful. And then the other thing is, so that, that would be the fat that we're talking about. And the other thing is almost all the clients that I work with, we're going off caffeine. We want this high energy without the caffeine. So you feel that you don't need the caffeine anymore. And that's, that's the thing. That, I think that's the beauty of it, to be able to – and this is not just with diet – there are other things you can do, let's say breath scaling. And I can share more about that if that was something. Yeah. What was that? Breath scaling? Yeah. Yeah. Breath scaling. So it's a little bit difficult to just demonstrate that on, on a, uh, just audio only. And I wonder if maybe I can just also make a quick video about that. Oh, definitely. It will be in the, anything that you share will be in the show notes, but listeners, I have a feeling that this could sound a little bit strange in just a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And so I think I have a video I can share with you as well on there. And it's essentially something that it's a, I would say it's a customized version of something that Tony Robbins do on his morning routines. And it's essentially, let's say you breathe in a couple of times and I'm trying to think how I can describe it better than just showing you the video. So you, you breathe in, like breathing all in a couple of times and you do it in a row. So you do six or seven times and then you breathe out a couple of times in a row. And so you have your lungs oxygenated completely. So this is your lungs and since we're talking about your brain as well. So your lungs and brain getting. So I guess if I were to describe it in, let's say, one sentence, it's about oxygenation. It's like you want to oxygenate your body in a manner that I think is best described by just watching that video. And you do that for about for about a minute, you feel the difference. And 
these are the things that you can do instead of just just having like two three different cups of caffeine because caffeine is it's great but then you get a crash after that don't want to have that no i gotta be totally honest so right now i'm i've got two things running through my head number one i'm a mom of five so like in the back of my head i'm thinking lamas <laughs> with the you know but those are like really shallow breaths and then the other thing that's going through my head is brendan burchard teaching audience members uh like for high performance academy about the deep belly breathing and really getting the air past just your chest and down into your belly and making sure that it's flowing through all your organs. But I guess we'll really have to watch that video. So again, listeners, click through to the show notes and you'll be able to find all of, all of these great resources that Arvind's talking about there. So how, and no, this is not closing up this episode by any means, but how are your clients finding you and what, what are they coming to you for? So most of, you know, I have clients from different industries, from real estate, tech industry, from I have a couple of people in healthcare. And so different industries and people, these are people who either just, you know, tried out so many different routines for their health and fitness and they just haven't gotten results or they can't just do those and also run their business. They have to do either one. And I think by coming to me there, they want to have both. They want to have both. And they also want to get results from health and fitness while just having this other busy life. If it's their work, if it's their uh, business and not going into a route of just to say eating six times a day or not going into a route of just getting all these weird supplements and just say, okay, that's how I'm going to take my health to the next level. So I want to have some methods, some biohacking tools that we can talk, make it customizable to each client to be able to just say, hey, this month, these are the things we're going to work on. And so, so that you can take your health to the next level, if it's brain performance, if it's energy level that is lacking for you, whatever is holding you back, and then also you, you'll be able to fit it in, in your busy schedule. As a mom, maybe you, you were talking, you were a mom or as an entrepreneur who both of those, I think they're, they're busy. Oh yes. Very. So I, I know that you've mentioned humor a lot, quite in, especially in the, the pre-show form that I have all, all guests fill out. And I was wondering how humor, how you see humor helping hack biology for clients and for entrepreneurs? <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. So as a hobby, I do improvise. I do comedy improvisation. And I think there are there are actually a couple of podcasts that I found that they, they talk about this. There, I've been to a couple of seminars. People talk about this is com- this is a new thing on how comedy and improvisation, they can be implemented into business. There are, um, I'm pretty sure there is a, there is a speaker on this specific topic, and I can again share that with you once I Google it for you, that I think improv can be implemented in whatever business that you have and whatever lifestyle that you have. And being able to just say, hey, you know, you talked about, we, we had this conversation that you were saying, okay, there are no failures. We think of them as learning experiences. I think the ability for us to just say, hey, I'm gonna see this life this business as a game and just really have fun with it. I think that's a, 
skill that everyone can develop. And it's just such a valuable skill to be able to have that resiliency and emotional mastery where you just say, this is what happened in my business. And not necessarily just, you know, it's not about not taking responsibility. I think it's about taking responsibility and then laughing it out and then moving on and course correcting, pivoting, whatever that's necessary. Oh, I bet I've definitely had those moments that I didn't necessarily laugh about at the time, but I am definitely laughing about now. Uh, listeners, if you, if you haven't listened yet to episode three, I strongly encourage you to go listen to one of my most embarrassing and hilarious business moments ever. And that's all I will say about it. So what is one of those moments that you've had in your business? Would you mind sharing? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, definitely. I'm trying to think what specific one I can, I can share with you. I would say, so there was a time, so I do, I do speaking engagements and I remember I had this story. It's about a story of me in Starbucks and I do this social experiment in Starbucks and, and I, sh- it's a real story and I shared it with the people and I shared it with my clients. And this was a development stage of my business and also development stage of after speech too. And I shared it with, um, <laughs> I shared it with one of, my clients and I thought you know it's just a such a because with all the speakers that I've spoken with they all said this is such a great thing to talk about and we you know we've looked over the speech and the story and everything and I thought you know this is good timing to be able to just share it with people that I know and so anyways just the way it is that I did share it with with a client of mine and he just didn't like it and he thought that it's not professional and it took me a week to really you know, get over the fact that, okay, so I just shared that with uh, someone who has been a client for, for some time. And, it's, you know, the comments that he was making, it was like, this is not professional. This is uh, like, this is, he was so disappointed that, that uh, my story wasn't a good story and, or the premise behind this story. And um, I was losing that client. I was almost losing that client just because of that little guess, speech that I shared with him. And obviously he wasn't ready. So it was just a, you know, a kind of a video of myself doing that speech. And I almost lost that client. And every time I was talking with him, I would go through this uncomfortable feeling of so much discomfort, just thinking, man, I can't believe this just ha- this is happening. Like I just shared a video and I'm going through all this. And then, you know, I just took my time and I thought, you know what? Like, this is funny. This is funny. This is, this is hilarious. Like this is, <laughs> and I thought about like, I started just laughing and I just be like, okay, this was a, I'm an idiot. Like this is, this is not a good thing to do. Like I can't just share things at developmental stages with, with people who are not initiated for, or who don't, you know, who are not speakers and just expect them to uh, see, see the values in it. And um, I think, it was definitely a learning experience and for me to just shift that, just say from discomfort, from worrying to just say, oh my God, like this was such a, such a bad idea. And just like laughing about it to just say, this was such a bad idea to share it with my client. And uh, just seeing it in a different, different level, different perspective, I think that that helped me. And of course, I'm, I'm laughing at it and I'm just saying it with, uh, you know, a lot of comfort. Right now, at the time, it was one of the most uncomfortable things because I could not believe like that little thing was 
actually costing me a lot of money and uh, a client. I do have to ask though, because I know that there's a a line between you know stories and inappropriate stories, and maybe to the point of like locker room talk. But when it's not crossing that line, do you think there's a point when maybe clients who don't appreciate your stories or your humor just really aren't your ideal client? Maybe you're not supposed to work together? Yeah, that's such a good point. I've had that conversation with a lot of people who've had their businesses, you know, they have like multi-million dollar businesses for, and they've been, they've been around for longer years. And I would ask them the same thing, be like, do you share every opinion that you have on everything? Cause there's got to be someone in your clientele that just doesn't agree. And like, how do you go on about doing that? And I think I want to say not looking at the business, I would say, is the ideally you want to just say, yes, just share exactly what you stand for and just uh, make sure that you and let that be the let that be the tool for filtering out and just really getting clear on what kind of clients you get excited to work with, not just to work with because you want to get excited. That's that's the whole point of the inner business. And I so I agree. I agree with that point of that view as well that you're just making. And also I uh, can see how some other people say, okay, well, they may not be at the level to be able to hear what you're saying. So maybe by you don't have to share it with them and confuse them at that in your partnership with them or in, in your business with them. And then maybe share share your values and opinions at a on a um, different context, different context with uh, people who you maybe you're friends with or family members. And that way you can can still have that. You can still share what you stand for, what your opinions are. And then with your clients, maybe you want to throw that line. Absolutely. And I, I know that for some of my clients, well, for many of my clients, we're in a very friendly relationship, if not truly friends. And when we ask how, how was your weekend on Monday? You know, we really mean how was your weekend? What did you do? But then there's others who are, who will ask, how was your weekend? And really all they care to know is good. Now let's get to the point of the meeting, right? So, and with my personality, I am so much more about the people who really do want to hear. And I want to hear how their weekend was too. I don't like small talk. If you're only asking me how my weekend was and want to hear good, then I hate to say it. Just don't ask, right? Let's just get to work. And then I'm very open about being a mom and, and also in many, in many cases about my religious faith too, but I'm also very open. So I'm not going to jump down anybody's throat or I'm not sure if that's the expression I was looking for about my spiritual backgrounds or my political backgrounds, but there definitely has to be some type of realization. I think in every entrepreneur's business journey that there are ideal clients and there are non-ideal clients. And at some point you have the right to eliminate the clients who aren't making you perform at your highest, because just like your sleep and your food and, and every other part of hacking your own biology, your, your clients can also perform your, or uh, affect your performance. Yeah. And I think, you know, just going off that, I think you, by sharing exactly what you believe and giving, uh, sharing your presence and thoughts and feelings, I think that comes across as an authentic behavior and people recognize that people love it. You know, people connect more as opposed to just having that really cold and those relationships were just about 
just about work and and yeah i think it's a it's a skill to be able to find that line just say hey this is the line and i want to make sure i'm i recognize that every time i have that conversation and also just say hey how far can i go with just figuring out who are the clients that appreciate me also and i want to invest in them invest my time energy and my business into them so i get that as well absolutely so arvin what is a tool or software that helps you live positively in your life and business and also maybe a separate tool that helps you live a productive life and business? So first one was positively? Yes. I would say because I have a couple of different things I do and depends on the situation, I know which one to go to. And I, in fact, I think that's a great thing to have, to have just a template of what to go to when those times comes, those uh, I guess maybe negative times come and uh, you want to shift focus. And I would say my best tool is really what I shared earlier on to just uh, finding an opportunity and making a game out of it, uh, gamifying the, the situation. For me, that's, that's the most, because that's the most effective tool that I have to go through anything and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to, I'm going to support myself. I'm, I'm very self-reliant in this. And how can I, how can I have fun? How can I, how can I have fun? How can I gamify the situation? That would channel my focus to something way more positive. And then as for productivity, I think the best thing I found for productivity is meditation. And I don't think there's anything else for me that can top that in there's so many different things, you know, there's TM meditation. There are so many different, you talked about Brendan Bichard. He has his own release. He calls it release. Yeah, meditation. the release meditation. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. And so there's so many different things. And I think meditation by far, I found it's the most, uh, the best tool and you don't need anything for it. You don't need any app. You don't need, but, and there are apps as well for it as well, but you don't need anything. You just need to. Do, the, do it at anywhere, anytime, and just do it. You don't even need a quiet space. Exactly. <laughs> I've had to sit down in the middle of the living room floor with three screaming littles running around me and just breathe and try to <laughs> be still for a moment so I could take on my children again. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Well, this has been an incredible talk, and I'm going to have to look up the Bulletproof Coffee just because I'm curious. Um amongst everything else that you'll be sharing and we'll be going in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining me today and for all the insights that you have given the listeners and I. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Where can listeners find you and connect with you? So you can find me on uh, my website, arvinkamsey.com. And also I'm on Facebook as well. I do Facebook lives on a daily basis. They can tune in and there's a there's a link on my website as well that they can subscribe so they can tune in to the Facebook lives as well. Great. For those of you who cannot at the current moment uh, get over to the show notes, Kamsey is K-H-A-M-S-E-H. So ArvinKamsey.com. But this will all be in the show notes. I think this is going to be one of the fullest show notes ever. Thank you so much, Arvin. <laughs> no, and I mean that really genuinely. This is going to be a value-packed show note. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. 
it's been fun talking with you, connecting with you as well. Yeah, it definitely has. Listeners, thank you so much for being here for another episode of Positive Productivity. If you enjoyed what you heard and you'd like to share, please do so. And make sure to like and subscribe in iTunes and in Stitcher. And until the next episode, here's to a positively productive day. Hey there, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and were inspired, I would love to hear your feedback. Please take a moment or two and visit the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or on my website at thekimsutton.com to leave your rating or review. I'd also like to invite you to join the Positive Productivity Book Club and to find out more about my coaching packages by visiting thekimsutton.com. Until the next episode, I hope you have a positive and productive day.